The A-Team is back, everybody. Yeah. Oh, wait, here's the song. This came up random on my... Yeah, it's Josh's week for the random iPod. We tried to have Chris Frangiola do his random iPod last week, and he couldn't figure it out, <laughs> which I think it was my problem the first week. But No, your problem the first week is that you just pulled up a shitty song. I haven't heard... Like, this is a song this I haven't heard song. in a long time. This is, for those... For you young kids listening, this is uh, The Police. There are no young kids listening to this. I'll be <laughs> wrapped around your finger. You went right for the jugular. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the... I don't know the other words. I know. Tantric sex. That's all I think of when I think of... I know. Is that he too. fucked somebody for 80 hours in is a that row. Long? A long time ago. A long is time. He, is that? Does he have like a record? Like a no, world record? No, he says he can fuck for 30 hours in a row. And that sounds terrible. Didn't he also... Didn't he also say he's not giving his children his money or something? Bill Gates said he's only giving his kids like 3% of his fortune, but that's still like $100 million each. Wait, why am I getting Bill Gates and Sting confused? Always, I think Sting said they that. Always get, they're always getting mixed up Well, they up have this public. billionaire's pledge or something like yeah. that where they're giving like 99%. But I love it. No, I think Sting said something like that. Like he's not giving it to his kids because they didn't earn it. It's like well, They didn't ask to be brought into the world either. Yeah, I think Sting is that he is that he's not, he's not going to share the tantric sex knowledge with his kids no i swear i think he's not giving them the, his money would you want to have sex for 30 hours in a row no i wouldn't Sounds, i don't an hour seems like a, yeah i don't want to have 30 sex for 30 hours in a month yeah i mean listen if, if we're counting foreplay and you still can't get the job done in a half an hour yeah you're you're not doing it right no you're, you're not it, doing it right. totally wrong. You're yeah, doing it completely because wrong. Because it doesn't take anybody half an hour to jerk off. And if it does, I am sorry for you. Yeah, no, it shouldn't take that long. You know what I like about jerking off? And let me, like, we're jumping right into it. <laughs> God, I missed you. Here's what, you know what I like about it? Is that, like, if I'm like, ah, if there's, like, 10 minutes and I'm, I, it's, I can leave 10 minutes, but I'm going to be really early, or I get to, stay, but I don't want to watch TV for 10 minutes, I can just jerk off. And I can get yeah. it in and out of the house, and it was like a fun way to leave the house. It's like I'm, it is a fun way to go out with a bang. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun I'm, way to come back. I'm rewarding myself. You know what, buddy? You're going out to do something fun. Go go ahead, rub one out, and good for you. But have you mistakenly fallen asleep afterward and been late? Uh, um, no. I've never fallen asleep <laughs> after that. <laughs> I think you might have, though. I, I think maybe Lee has. all the time. You fall asleep with your dick in your hand? Well, after, yeah. That's how, because that's how, all right. So I got <laughs> you just cuddle with yourself for a little while? <laughs> I'm going to go and hug myself for a couple minutes. Is that your way of going to sleep? Well, like, that's how well you yeah, because I, I, I was talking to Sarah. I have, I work nights for two years, yeah. so I've, I have a terrible time going to sleep. And I actually got my weed license right before this, so I can finally get that. But um, yeah, that by the way, you're just just for medicinal purposes, purposes yeah, right? Yeah, of okay, course, yeah. it uh-huh. was totally legit. They were playing a Sylvester Stallone movie in the doctor's office. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I do that almost. Well, when I was single, more, but still, usually every night to fall asleep. And I've like I've fallen asleep in the middle of the day doing it. Like just do it, and then you like, oh, that was nice. And then the next thing you know, you wake <laughs> up like not a long nap, but like 20 minutes later, you like yeah, wake but, up. You're but, like, oh, I mean, the- how quickly do you fall asleep? Is it like someone pulls the plug on you? As soon as you come, I, you're like. Yeah, no, but so, sometimes you just like asleep. you don't fall asleep. No, I don't fall asleep after because I feel I have to get up and I like, pull my pants up because I feel like dirty. I'm I feel with like you. kind of ashamed. I'm like, oh, I'm I gotta, you. I gotta pull my pants. And you, up. Like, and but you fall asleep with my this pants. This is the guy who comes on his stomach, right? <laughs> so you fall asleep with your own mess on your stomach. Tired. It happens. Oh, and, and you're right, by the way, with Sting. Maybe you're. I right. am right. Yeah. yeah, he's keeping he's, his money. It says he has a hundred people on his payroll, so that he's like, what he said it is. 
is that there won't be much money left because we're spending it. Maybe, maybe. Could you imagine if I was his kid, I'd be like, well, fuck you. I've had to put up with your bullshit. Your egotistical shit. Yeah, and you like, but you brought me into the world and then you were famous. So that by default, I get some of that money. I would write a tell-all book. Yeah, I mean, unless they've done something bad to him, which I don't think they have. Hey, do you think Lee falls asleep because he's just mourning the loss of the potential of thousands of lives that are just laying in his stomach? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he feels like he's going to sleep with his yeah. little babies. His I do feel sad. I gotta tell you, like, I guess if I laid there long enough, but I'm not, I'm not cuddling with myself. Like, do you know what I, I mean? I'm like, never laying. I'm always like, if I get horny, it's not because I'm tired. It's because I'm like horny. Yeah. Oh, no, no, but sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I'm so, like, so, I'm so, like, sometimes I won't even make it downstairs. I do it on the couch and then I think, oh, what if someone saw me? So I really have to get my pants back up. I don't have time to go to sleep. Yeah, I don't do it on the couch. It's always in the bed. You know what I did for the first time? What? Uh, I jerked off in the mirror. <laughs> No, you didn't. No. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna be like, oh. That would be Can so. I, that would be like you're getting an all-time. Yeah, like, right. That would like Sting would definitely just looking at yourself. Yeah. yeah. I will. I, you know, somebody asked me to describe this, and I think we should maybe describe it, because people, a lot of people who listen do not. By the way, it's Sarah and Josh, everybody. Oh yeah, hi. Um, a lot of people who um listen aren't Inley. from Inley, aren't from California or medical marijuana states, and they ask how hard is it to get your prescription. Let me explain to you what happens. I walked into a doctor's office. There were about 15 people there, and they were all waiting to get the prescription. And, you know, when you go in, you go in with a story planned, what you're going to tell the doctor and, how you know, what's wrong with you. Do you go to just a regular doctor? No, it's a weed doctor, right? I found mine on Yelp. Yes. So you go in, (laughs) and um, I said to the guy, I I was like, I had my migraine story all set up. I've had migraines since I was 12. Nothing works. I don't like Vicodin because it makes me feel stupid the next day. The whole, I had a story, right? And he sits down, he's looking at a piece of paper, and he goes, um, what's going on? I go, well, I've had migraines, and I said, since, and he waved his hand. He goes, I don't need to hear that. You got 75 cash? And I said, yeah. <laughs> and he said, congratulations. Mine was 40 cash. And that was it. Well, this was before. When he first started, it was 75, but now there's so many doctors. And I asked him, I go, what's the deal? And he goes, truth of the matter is, what are you going to say? You're going to put it under one of the categories. I'm going to write you the script. And, and I go, but I know you didn't go to school to be a weed doctor. And he goes, no, no, no. I was a doctor doctor. But too many of my peers were getting sued. He said, look out in that waiting room. There's 15 people out there. Everyone's paying cash. There are at least 15 people in my waiting room all day, every day. Nobody comes in in a bad mood. Right. Nobody ever threatens to sue me. Everybody comes in is psyched to see me. It's the best job that in the world. That makes sense, I, I guess. mean, he said he's having the time of his go, fucking life. Maybe I life. should go to a weed doctor because of my shoulder. And I was talking to the doctor. Uh, you can get... Here's the thing. What people understand is you can get the weed that I get, which gets you high and helps. Or you can just get a CBD. S- straight-up painkiller. And it really does. You can get it in a, in a lotion, and it kills the pain. Or you can take it in, like I eat my edibles, and it, it really is the best painkiller I've ever had. Really, the best painkiller. I'm gonna need to go to your doctor. I'm gonna get you some. I was yeah. t- I was talking to my to the doctor and I was like, "Do you guys get raided?" And she's like, "No, it's it's like the dispensaries because we know they don't have any actual weed there." Doctors don't get raided. No, no. And so they don't get in trouble. No, uh-huh. and they they had they had drinks for you. It was a great. I mean, experience. I really think I need this now because I've this has been five. Remember, I was on five. That was like five weeks ago. I've had this gonna, problem for five weeks. Now. I am going to buy I mean, I you to some surgery, today. Okay. All right. Oh, what what do you like to make me. you go to sleep? What works for you? Uh, anything. I, by the way, I was going to say, and I wanted to talk about this today. I, even for me, I got too high last night. Oh, geez. And when I mean I get too high, my brother said to me, I've never seen you this high. <laughs> Where were you? We were walking my dog and I started to talk about something and he just stopped and he goes, you haven't made any sense in 10 minutes. 
<laughs> and I said, what do you mean? He goes, I've, I've let you go because I'm trying to figure out what you're saying. You've no made idea. no sense in 10 minutes. And he goes, and I'm high. He goes, but I've never seen you this high. He goes, you're stumbling? And I was like, I am? He goes, yeah, you're a fucking mess. I was fucked up. Does it make sense in your head before you say it? Because it always makes sense for me. And then when I start talking, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I should stop talking now. Yeah. I I had gone down, you know, a path of, because I walk my dog every night. Sometimes I don't want to, that they we should figure out a way where they walk themselves, but we give them a map so they can find their way back. But if it takes too long, there's something that drags them back electronically so they don't get in trouble. And Danny was like, my brother was like, so you think dogs should just be out walking walking around by themselves, but we should give them a map? <laughs> you were really high. <laughs> but in my brain, the dog is looking at the map the whole time, and he's right. just following a little dot. And in his brain, which was clearly working better, he was like... <laughs> That's a terrible. <laughs> that, that's a fucking bad parody. advice. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you know what people do here, which I had never heard of? They have the pee pads for dogs. A lot of people don't take their dogs out. What do you mean? A they? lot of people have them, like if you have it, like a, especially if they have little dogs. But I, right. yeah, I've had friends that have. What's they, a pee It's pad? like during the it's, day when they can't. It's a pad. It's like a, it's like a piece of, it's like a diaper, but like a, a like a, pa- a piece of paper. It's like a big p- square. And like dog just gets pee. Maybe on it's it. a West Coast thing because I never heard of it on the East Coast. You, t- they just don't take their dogs out. They yeah, just- I got to tell you, uh, one of the reasons I like having a dog is because nothing shits in my house. Right. That's the thing. Right. Anti-cat. Love your cat, whatever you want. Your animal is shitting in your house somewhere. In a box under it. Yeah, stairs. but there's shit. You smell it, and there's there's shit particles. You as much for someone who hates poop as much as you do. <laughs> there's poop particles know, all over I the place. I hate it so much that I was like so anal. How I mean, did I you clean, clean it out. that? Like, I cleaned did it you out say like anal. I, yeah. <laughs> I cleaned it out like once or twice, like a day. I cleaned it all the time. Uh, you must have gone in with a hazmat suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for some reason I was like, oh, it's, it's a little tiny little cat poop. Uh, I mean, it wasn't great. Right. I didn't lick it, but I was. <laughs> I have a weird. I didn't push. know that's where you were. I mean, I, you went from not wanting to empty it to not licking it. Like you, you were a little natural progression. You were a little too defensive for actually never having licked <laughs> I didn't it. Didn't either or anything on a dare one time ever. Uh, uh, Sarah, I have by the way. I, I brought my car in to get fixed today. I got the fucking worst. They gave me a loaner car, and thank you for the loaner car. Ugh. What is it? It's a tiny little hybrid. Fuck you. Ugh, Fuck I you. I'll the, save the environment other ways. Yeah, I'll tell you something else. It does. I mean, I put it, but they get whatever the gas pedal is supposed to do. It doesn't accelerate. And the fact that you're at 35 and you want a little extra punch, and it just pauses for a second. I'm gonna. I'm with you. I, I'll say when you. I'll drive a Tesla because that thing's got some pickup. Yeah, it's just that I don't feel safe in a little no, car tiny either. Little like, car. I like, you know, I like a big car that I feel that I agree. I'm not going to get crunched in. But we can, I, you know, there's another way we can save it, you know, and, and actually Jiffy posted something about this on Facebook, but it's something that I do all the time. I don't flush every pee. I saw that, that he put that on Facebook. I didn't like reading it. I don't like to think about that. I mean, you don't have to flush every pee. I don't, I guess I wouldn't have to if I live alone, but if I live with someone, I don't want to open up a toilet and see your pee. 
Yeah, but it's just pee. It's not like I'm leaving a log it's still, in there. It's still gross. I've gone in and like, and then sometimes like, especially guys pee. Sometimes it's like, like there's like fuzzy. It's like fuzzy, fizzy on top. There's like little bubbles, and I'm like, who the fuck is? What are you drinking? It's coming. It's because it's coming down with force. Sarah. I don't like it with force. I know. I don't think I don't like that. If you live with someone, unless you have separate bed, like if if I you, you know, can't stand my pee in the toilet. No, I can't. I hate when I go into a public bathroom and there's pee in there. I get so I I turn but around and then I'll I'll keep going to stalls until I find one without pee in it. You're saving it's the environment, easy. the water source. I mean, you. I don't think we need to flush every time. If it's yellow, let it mellow. No. <laughs> I don't even like peeing on top of my own pee. It just grosses me out. I just it's a to- the to- the toilet was invented for a reason so that we could flush away our our disgustingness. <laughs> Wow. You know what I was thinking? Somebody said to me, they were like, they're talking about, I would have loved to live in 17, well, whatever, whatever. Well, why don't you just get whatever. a fucking outhouse then? But that's, that's the thing. I'm like, 17, you know, you used, if you lived in 1700, when it was three oh. but three below, oh. you had to walk into the backyard and shit in a hole. Or worse, when it was hot out, and then you go in there, and it's like, well, oh, yeah. I'm going to gag, I'm going to gag, I'm going to gag throat. Just talking about that. That sounds terrible. What well, Besides that, what do you think would be the worst thing about living in 1750? Besides uh, the outdoor, besides the outdoor, our podcast wouldn't have been around. We would have been doing the podcast. We would just went through like those tin cans. No, we would have ri- <laughs> we would have written it out with a feather pen and and just handed it out to people. Oh, actually, that's a fun idea. We should start doing. Lee would have done that. He, as a producer, he would have. Oh no! no. <laughs> you, yeah, just you would have transcribed yeah, yeah. it for us no, in, your, you, in your long johns. It would have started. <laughs> be wearing long johns. We would have been in the center of the town, oh. and he would have started, and he would have went, "Hear ye, hear ye!" <laughs> Is that the 1700s? I don't know. It seems even for I don't know either. 1700s? Is that "Hear ye, hear ye"? Sure. I mean, why not? What was it? What's the thing they say when the, with the paper? Uh, Come and get it. No, that's not it. <laughs> extra, extra. Yeah, read all about it. Come and get it John, is what? Come and get Sting. I think that's a rap song. Kids and poop. Come and get it? Come and get it is, I don't know, what uh, Ververt say in ice cream trucks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is. I guess. I guess they would. Ding, ding, ding. Did you ever, looking back on it, you know, uh, you, you look back now at somebody you grew up with, like a teacher or a mentor who you're like "Mm." we didn't know back then that those were the signs of danger danger Uh, you ever look back like you're i had a gym gym teacher who was a little too much guys listen you're gonna get your best work done with your shirts off so we were always shirt off and shorts did you have to have to stop to him and say stop don't touch me <laughs> there. These, These are, are my no-no no squares. squares. By the way, big hit. I had I no mean, idea. I well, because you can't get the song out of your head afterwards. I was singing it to Josh Duhamel on the set of Battle Creek because I wanted to Did you when tell I him where that. it came from? Yes, because I said, Josh Wolf taught me this song and you're a father and I would like to know if you know anything about this song. And he was like, I don't know what you're saying. And then I was like, and then there's squares. And I was trying to tell him. Uh-huh. I was like, I literally was like, I couldn't stop singing it all that Did week. Did you tell him that he was the second best looking Josh you'd ever met? Uh, no, I told him that he was the first and the only. Oh, no, I mean, Lee, it hurts. Oh. It hurts a little bit. He's a handsome fellow, though. He is a handsome fellow. Isn't he? Um, yeah, Dean Winters is too. Both tell of me, them are Tell me handsome. how handsome he is in person. I mean, it's ridiculous. He's very handsome in person. He's, like, flawless. He's actually just really, really nice, too. Whatever. So then, no, but he is so, too, in a weird way to wear, like, because I've also, I've met Fergie. That's right. Yeah, I know. You danced yeah, with her. danced with her. Um, 
pretty much taught her everything she knows. And I, like, to, to the point where you're like, he's so nice that you, like, don't even... I'll, I'll, I admit, like, take don't it. even see him sexual anymore. So I'm like, take, oh, he's just too nice. Like, I don't see it that way. Because no, they're, easy. like, nice people. You, yeah. You're like, I don't yeah, want I, I would think the same thing with Kate, Kate Upton. I'm sure she's super nice. I have a different, you know, approach <laughs> than you do. <laughs> um, do you know what is interesting, though? I mean, hey, you stop. Think, don't touch me, me there. These are my what, no, do you no squares. Think, <laughs> Lee was dancing. Do yeah. you think that makes a good T-shirt, or only good because of the song? I do. You guys. Well, let's ask people. Um, you have to make like a onesie because isn't what the main square. Below I the think it would be one? stop. Don't touch me there. Well, see, that's a lot for the. Well, I think if it just said stop. And then don't touch me there. Dot 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 on the back. Like These stop on the front. No, and then even no no squares are nowhere. I think it's just stop. Or maybe don't in the middle of the square there. can say no no. I mean no no squares is the what to me what sells it. No no squares. So what? Okay, well like, listeners, let us know. I mean not everybody's listening right maybe now. Maybe she has. Maybe if it's for women, they have the, the square. There are two squares over the boobs. So stop. Don't touch me there. These are my no no squares, and then just a picture of a pussy underneath it. Well, I think that's a little aggressive. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm you went a little, Sarah, you know this. Trying to, you know, pick it up. There, there's yeah. a reason the T-shirt business isn't where right. I'm. Because <laughs> uh, really there's a enticing lot. Yeah, maybe. The, I'm just. I don't know. I, don't. I feel like there's just a lot. I mean, I guess if you put the no-nos, but Let's, I don't know if I'd want to walk around with squares on my. But we do this. How about we do this? We have creative listeners, and I know Brett Olson listens, and he's amazing. If you guys have some ideas for stop, don't touch me there. These are my no-no squares T-shirts. Send them to us. Yeah. Send them to at JWSC off the rails. Because if you send it to myself or Josh or Lee, it'll get li- like there's too It'll go yeah, lost. It'll get so, lost. Uh, and then ha- put at JWSC off the rails, which is our Twitter account, and then hashtag no no squares. Yeah. And then tell us about your t shirt idea. Yeah. I think it's great. I, was, I think those would be great. Or I mean, we, can, although we've been talking about po- like t shirts since the beginning of our podcast, and we've never made one. But I, you know, we're. So that, we, we're we good at that. Come, yeah, we're good at that. So we need to. This one will come. Th- I think these would be really good yeah. t shirts. The other two were hashtag eat a dick, which I like. Yeah, that's and a good one. Everyone needs to calm come down, down about, about themselves. themselves. Which I still have a request for that, but I think it's just the same girl that asked me <laughs> over and over, which I appreciate. But it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if that's a lot of people or if it's just one person is asking me about it. Just so you know, I was in a meeting yesterday and I pitched you as my co host. Oh, really? What What can you talk about? I don't no. Know. But they said, who do you think. Uh, what we would like a woman and somebody that you vibe with and somebody who also appeals appeals to the middle of the country and I said Sarah Colada. Yeah. And so, then who else did you pitch? That was it. Good. Actually it was it. Are you sure you oh. weren't just high and like talking to your dog? Let, let me tell you something. <laughs> I hadn't been high he for pit, he pitched me to his brother. Yeah. <laughs> like, when, when she needs walking. a map. <laughs> uh, I hadn't been high in like three weeks because of uh, Shark After Dark. Yeah, right? which by the way went really well. You had huge ratings. Ratings were up from last year. We beat Conan and Daily Show and 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 the dude on HBO and some other people. I saw every episode except for Wednesday. Did you which, see me get? Uh, oh, you, you saw the one. You missed the one where I got stabbed. Then. That yeah, that's that? the one I missed. Yeah, I have stand? it on. I have it on my DVR, but I watched every single one of them except I saw a quick a clip though somewhere online or something. It was or really something. brutal. Yeah, with, with a and knife. You, with a knife, I got stabbed. But you had a you had like a protective vest on. There was a guy who had who built what he said was a shark bite proof suit, and there was a video we watched of him online where he put his fucking arm in a tiger shark's mouth, and the tiger shark shook it a little bit, but didn't break the suit. So the theory was, if it's shark bite proof, it must be knife proof. And the guy said, listen, we're going to do it for real because the show's live. He goes, but I don't want you to rehearse it. And I said, why? And he goes, because if you rehearse it, I don't think you'll do it live. 
And I said, why? He goes, this is going to fucking hurt. Because it's still blunt force. It's just the theory is that it doesn't puncture your skin. So it's still a piece of metal. It still went into my muscle, right? So the guy from Walking Dead did it, Michael Cutlett's my buddy, who plays Abraham. Right. He's got that, right? He stabbed me a little, and I go, do it harder. He stabbed me again. I go, go do it harder. And then he stabbed me the third time, and he stabbed me so hard the knife bent. So it was in, and the knife bent. But it didn't go into your body. It goes, like if I took my finger and went, uh, right? It would go into your muscle. But right? it doesn't puncture. It doesn't puncture the skin. But the knife went into my muscle, oh. so my muscle was really, and I had a huge fucking bruise. Um, but That's fucking terrifying. I would never have let, like, I'd be so afraid it didn't work because it scared I'm the shit so out of me, Sarah. afraid of knives as it is. Me that, too. Like, and, yeah. and I even said on the show, the, the biggest obstacle was trying to stand still and watch somebody stab you. It was mentally like a big what the fuck moment. Also, because that's much worse. That's much harder than a trust fall. Yeah, <laughs> a trust yeah, stab. Yeah. yeah, but the the you could hear the chainmail after the third one. You could hear a couple of tear, and then I go just one more. So it went kink, kink, kink. But I was like, fuck. Now that hurt. That oh. did not hurt as much as getting my chest waxed. Mm. That hurt. I don't know how you guys do that. The, first of all, the wax is molten fucking lava. How do you put that around your vagina and your not, asshole? It's well, the, it does feel a little weird around your asshole. I will say, <laughs> but like around the like, I don't put it. You know, I get like a nice. Yeah. I don't go all the way in. I don't go. I. I mean, I did that one time on accident, but I. You don't. I don't go all the way in. Like I don't get a full. Right. I don't. I can't. You believe. don't hit the lippy things. No, the, the lippy things are off limits. <laughs> One time someone did the lippy things and I didn't know it, but I knew something felt different and it was not fun. Yeah, because you were but, like, it's breezy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a draft in here. But it is warm. Checking for a hole in your underwear. What but, the shit? But you also like, I mean, you did it once on TV. Like I go to a professional who does it constantly all day long like yeah. around there. Not that this person wasn't professional. They weren't a professional. Oh, well, then that's the problem. You know what they, they said know after the right temperature. Like, it's, that was it's, the problem. It's like a nice temperature where it's kind of like, kind of feels nice. You're like, oh, that feels like a nice little warm washcloth. Do like, you know what happened to me? The, the, they were like, well, his hair is long, so we have to make sure it's hot enough. So they kept turning off the turning up the heat. Now, I have a burn on my chest. Not It hurt more when they put the wax on. When they took the wax off, when they actually t- ripped the hair off, that relieved the pain. I had, Beth was like, if you have a, sh- a burn in the for- form of a shark on your chest for the rest of your life, <laughs> we're going to have problems. Because it's like it's it red. It blistered up. It was fucking terrible. Why did they have Jesus to wax your chest? They, I, mean, I how lost many, the bet. How many waivers did you sign a before lot. you did the show? I lost the, I lost you the bet. die. Sarah, the dude, the last night? Okay, the one thing they didn't let us show, he called himself the human hammerhead. He nailed a nail mm. into a piece of wood with his head. Big fucking nail. But what they didn't let us do, in rehearsal, he put a, a cinder block on his head. And I took a sledgehammer and swung it as hard as I could and broke the fucking cinder block. Mm. It shattered on his head. On his fucking head. How do you even find? This is like my thing where like America's Got yes! Talent. Like that guy that, drew, that have you seen it? The guy yes! that runs through ice. Yes! How do you find out about that's that? That's your talent. talent. Yeah. yeah. How do you be like? I'm so I can do this without hurting. Myself. I asked him that because we all want to know how did you like the people who eat sofa cushions? How did that become right? <laughs> well, that's just boredom. He, <laughs> <laughs> that's somebody who you know sometimes when you drip like guacamole and you and you just scoop it up with your finger and eat it. Well, he scooped it up with a little sofa cushion and he was like, "That's not bad." Yeah. <laughs> um, the dude with the hammerhead said when he was a kid, 
he was chasing his brother, and his brother ran in the house and shut a wood door, and the kid kept running and went through the door with his head. As but a child. still, that tells you that a nail won't puncture it? Like, a nail doesn't... He got an MRI, and his head is 2.5 times thicker than everybody else's. And I, I said to him, so, thick skull, smaller brain, or... <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, he's, he saw, yeah. and he's a little cross-eyed. He was like, it hasn't affected me at all. I was like, nah, <laughs> your left eye begs to differ. <laughs> Sums off, yeah. yeah. He was like this. <laughs> that hasn't affected I'm me good. at all. <laughs> I'm good. How many practice swings do you take with a sledgehammer? One. No, I would be so afraid I would miss. Well, I know I got it, but the, but the people from Discovery came right out. They were like, we're not doing that. Because one, I hit it hard enough where the cinder block exploded five rows deep in the audience. And two, she was like, what if you miss? And yeah. I, I was like, well, he signed a waiver, live. right? <laughs> like, and she goes, yeah, but forget him signing a waiver. We could hurt somebody live on TV. And I was like, it's going to go viral. You could, <laughs> you're like, do you know about the internet? Do you understand what happens with the you internet? Murder somebody on Yeah. TV. No, that's what he, all, he did say. He was like, hey, you know, that follow through, pull it up a little bit. Because I hit a wood. So I got to be a little. It pretty amazing. That's Pretty amazing. Insane. Yeah, yeah, that guy was insane. Uh, but yeah, it was a great. I week. saw the guy with the two that was with the his that had been attacked by a shark and had that crazy leg like that. Oh, I with mean, Chelsea, crazy. he was crazy. He was amazing. Those stories he told, right? Yeah, are to me captivating because he told the story about you know he's got one arm and one leg, both on the same side of the body. I asked him, I go, he goes, I swam back to the boat. I was like in a circle. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but his but his arm, you saw him squeeze my hand, right? Yeah. The pressure, Sarah, it was, I couldn't believe what it felt like being squeezed It was, by. It was this guy that had gotten, he'd been attacked by a guy shark, Paul so he lost his a, a leg and an arm. And then he was talking about like how he went back to the boat and they had, he, he's basically like, I just passed out. And then he said he woke up like someone was punching him in the punching chest. Punching him in the chest. Was like, was my, why is my friend attacking me? Yeah. And they were like, no, we're trying to save your life. Like, sounded, I can't even imagine being attacked by is a he, shark. Is he one of those people that goes back to the water he's now? He's back. He went um, swimming with the Great Whites. I know. He, I wouldn't even have seafood. I can't even go into the water after listening to that story Sarah, do you know that if you've been in the and I said this I think I and during this week I did a shit fucking ton of interviews and they all asked well we we haven't been near a shark and I go if you've been within f- up to four feet of the water in on the west coast you've been in four feet of water 100% chance you've been within four feet of shark 100% chance yeah I mean there was just a shark it's in like Newport or something there was that look, long ago they just found they and just I was saw in Laguna another two one. weeks before that so I basically almost died yes by the way, I know. Yeah. Can we put that on your Wikipedia next to you give yeah. a <laughs> Almost died by barely escaped a shark attack by being two weeks yeah, two later weeks. at a different well, beach, but also in Orange County. <laughs> they could have been swimming up. Maybe it was two weeks earlier they were down south yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you don't know. That's uh, what she said. It, which part? The down south? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't great at this. I haven't said it in a while. Well, I could tell you bubbling. were confident because you questioned it. <laughs> that's you know, that's what, she what she said? said? <laughs> that's what she said? You usually go a quick two. You can't get it out quick. That's what oh, she yeah. said. That's what she said. Yeah, I know. This was sort of like I felt I knew when it was coming out that it wasn't great, but I just wanted to say it. Do you ever do that on a joke? You're like, towards the end, you're like, this isn't going to work. You kind of <laughs> bail on it a little bit. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, I try, especially, in, I mean, you're saying stand-up, like, you try to keep going, even though if you're, like, halfway through, you're like, people are not <laughs> on board with this, 
but you just kind of have to keep going because yeah. you're like, yeah. so I almost will do it. And then I'm like, I'm sorry, everybody. But like, I'll just, you know, kind of maybe after be like, so I'm going to work on that or something. But I can't. I always say, just yeah. so you know, next time you hear that story, promise it's going to have a punchline at the end. Yeah. Or you'll just never hear it again. Yeah. There have been times, though, recently, because, you know, we have to try out new material on the road. So sometimes I feel bad about that because the people who are buying tickets are going to have to see some new material, but there's no other way to kind of work it in. But sometimes recently, I think as long as you're doing material that, you know, works yep, and just try around, you it. can't try an hour new, unless no. you're saying this is a show where I'm trying an out a new hour. So if you yes. want to put your money in, great. But other, I always just try to weave it in, so, you know, like in the middle or here and there so that. But sometimes you have to do a block. Like you have to do 15 minutes where you're like, I'm just going to jump in. Yeah. And so you try to, you, you basically sandwich it on either side, you know. Yeah. But um, there are times like when I recently, because I'll try the same joke, but I'll do three. I'll do one punchline. I go, okay, how about this punchline? Like I'll do three punchlines for the same joke. Just oh, to that's see, a good idea. Just so, to see what, what yeah, they like. Because if the third Choose one... Choose your own adventure. Yeah. Yeah. If the third one actually works and they've already heard two punchlines for it, the same setup, then I'm like, that one is the... That's the keeper. The first one usually works just because it's new. The second one... Eh. And I, I try to put what I think is the strongest one third because if it really does work after they've heard the joke twice and they're already thinking about what the punchline could be, then it, for me, it works. But... Uh, I'm having a little bit of writer's Brock right now. Writer's Brock, writer's Brock. Oh, writer's Brock. Are you? I'm, I'm in a huge Brock right now. It's hard. It's hard because I know, like, I know. I mean, it's a ways away, but it's not that far away when you think about it. Like, I know in March when I'm going to go on a tour. book tour. You know, I mean, I'm not. You know, we're always on tour as it is, but I know in March I'm going to go on a book tour, and so I'm going to start going back to cities I've been to this year. And I always want. I mean, and I think anyone that sees me now always like if they've seen me a couple of times, they're always getting at least I'd say half. New, which is a lot of for. an hour. I half mean, that's is, a lot. A half an hour of If you brand go new back material. to the city the year later and you have a half hour of new material, you've done your job. Yeah, I you've believe definitely yeah, I done your job. Because it's a lot. I don't think people, I think they do, but for some reason, I don't think people realize how long it takes to well, come up with a solid put 30 it, minutes of laughter. Like put it in, in context, Sarah. It took us as comics seven or eight years to get our first good hour. Yeah. So then now we're better at what we do. But it still took a long time to yeah. find a good hour. So to go back the year later and have another and have a half hour, I'd say you're doing pretty well. And the really hard thing to do is to go like, oh, when something works so well, you're like, I can't believe I got. Oh, I know. Like when you go back, you know, like right now I'm going to Omaha next week, so I'm like, okay, there's a couple things I know for sure nobody has seen there. Not that I'll go back, 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 but I right. mean, I can remain these two like great stories that I love to tell. But then you're like, well, but then I go to Philly again next year. I know they heard that this year. Is it going to always be the same people? Of course not. You're going to have new audience members, this and that. But just for my own sanity. So I'm just a little bit like, fuck, I have a few months to make sure by March I have pretty much a brand new hour for yeah. everyone that comes. Because by then I'll have repeated cities, you know. And I want people to and – I, and I think the reason people – I do feel like have come back is because they know like oh we've okay we did see you before and it wasn't the exact same I mean you know some comics just go up there and fucking word for word I do, do the know same some hour oh, and for years yeah. for years and I've heard that many times um, but uh, so yeah I tra- it's a little stress that is I mean I like in uh, where was I last I forgot wherever Buffalo last was the last time I performed how was it it was really fun I love Buffalo yeah it was really fun I tried something on stage that night that I had never done before and I was like this is I know for sure this is gonna be a great what joke. t-shirt and it went 
perfect. It went per- and I was like, there's a, there's a new like couple minutes, you know, which is awesome. What? But the rest of that, it doesn't mean I'm not like, you- I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> about the rest of what I have to do. <laughs> I, I I am looking forward. I'm going to Pittsburgh this weekend to the improv. Oh, yeah. And the weekend been. after to the Orlando improv. And I'm looking forward. I'm going to try some new stuff. But I've never been to those two cities to, 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 to sling jokes. Yeah. Pittsburgh, I cannot fucking wait. It's supposed to be really fun. I've never been to that one either. I like those people. I like the East Coast, blue collar. Like yeah, that. I, I love that shit. You go to a Pirates game. I, I, I will if I'm not performing. That's a great idea. They should, they should you have haven't already checked? That's the first thing I check is the baseball schedule I've been for the city I go to. I feel like I really have dropped the ball. I've been so fucking busy with that show that I really haven't done anything. Uh, but I'm definitely going to. Are you scared about Atlanta, though, with the Ebola? Orlando? Atlanta. Oh, I think you said Atlanta. Am I square? No. You know what? Where's the Ebola? It's in Atlanta? Yeah, I thought it was in there. I thought they brought them back there. They did, but can I say? Do you know? Oh, oh, you're right. Do you know worldwide? I don't know. The measles has killed every year. Still kills twenty times more people than Ebola. Yeah, but they brought them back. Okay, but you know what? It's airborne, right? I mean, isn't it? It's not airborne, right? Don't you think they wouldn't bring them back unless they knew how to control it? Yeah, and they they shoved them right into a little cubby hole and. I'm not too worried about it. Look, it's mm. like the bird flu, flu a few years ago and s- s- pig swine flu or whatever. Let's just let's just fucking calm down a little bit and just not We're such a reactionary country. That's in Atlanta, dude. Atlanta and it's two people. Any other cases? I don't think so. No, it's so all, we got like, it under control. Yeah, and if the United States brought Ebola here and then got everybody sick, there'd be some splaining to do. So I'm yeah. pretty sure they got them all quarantined up. They're worried about the West Nile virus in Orange County now. Well, there's actually there's a bunch of fucking sick mosquitoes running around. There's West Nile in Sherman Oaks. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a I sign down. I already don't go outside enough. And I live right there. You're fine. Everybody just relax. <laughs> Fuck. Things well, I mean, if you got it, you're just going to yeah, get it. There's really nothing things have been killing do. us for millions of years. You just got to live your life. Now, that's why I say, everybody, just start shooting heroin. Have fun. <laughs> no. Have I'm a just nice saying. Time. I think I'm just, more concerned about what's going on in Ferguson than I am about, like, evil. Uh, I, I am, too. And can I just say one thing real quick about hysteria? I, I have kids. Right, and I the hysteria of somebody's hysteria was one of my favorite Def Leppard songs. Keep going. You're welcome. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna tell the rest of the story with one arm. Just, (laughs) just Just, just people. Homage to the drummer. Yeah. Um, But uh, to me, like his. I don't think there are more pedophiles now, percentage-wise, than there used to be. I don't think there are more kidnappers. You know what there is? An internet. There's an internet that scares the fucking shit out of people. So I would say, look, it's good to be cautious as parents. We can hear about it more and we yes. hear about it quicker. But, but the quickly. hysteria of, oh, my God, where's my kid? Nobody wants your fucking kid. Do you understand? It's like there's such a small, nobody, nobody wants your kid. All right? Unless it's really good looking. Yeah. We want the good looking <laughs> one. But the truth of the matter is it's the over, it's the helicopter, but we've done it to ourselves. We, we, uh... News is so fear-driven, right? So they make us scared of things. And I don't think fear is the best way to live your life. No, it's not a good way to live your uh, life. But aware, things are scary. Aware, yeah, but aware. things are... Like, it is, like, this morning, did you see that uh, they arrested two kids in Pasadena that had a plot to, yeah. act to, to rampage their school and kill... I think they had three targets of 
school officials, and then they were going to kill as many people as they wanted. And it was a, you know, it was. I mean, the police commissioner was like, "This is a very legitimate. It was going to be carried out. Like we have plenty of proof that this was not something to be taken lightly." And they got the kids, and they have them. Um, and obviously, they're not releasing their names and details. They're like sixteen and seventeen, and all that stuff. And and all that stuff's coming out. But you're just like, Jesus Christ! Like, I mean, it is fucking terrifying that you never Absolutely. know. And these poor kids now have to go back to. They start school on Thursday, and they're like, God, somebody was going to shoot this school up. Like, but I'm, I'm with you, aware though. But if I really sat and thought about possibilities, I would never go to a mall again. I would never go to a baseball game well, you again. Shouldn't go to a mall anyway. I know, I know, I probably shouldn't. But I. Well, no, you wouldn't be able to leave right? the house. Right. You, you would let fear. I mean, I'm scared of my own house. So like I, get I know you don't even night. jerk off with your pants off. No, <laughs> no. I need to pull them up in case a burglar comes in. I don't want to be found like that. I don't want them to be found. How was she found? Um, she was pants down. Pants down. Picture of Burt Reynolds laying on a <laughs> laying on a fur carpet. Rug. Yeah. Uh, fur carpet. That sounds like a. That sounds like that sounds dirty. Fur carpet. A band name. <laughs> yeah. Fur punk band. With fur carpets. Um. Uh, but I would say that's my thing. I think it's important to be aware. But I think problem is sometimes we let fear cripple us. And the in look, the media is is plays a big part in that, and we allow that, and and Twitter allows that. So well, then yeah, and people do become reactionary, like the, yes. like like in Ferguson, these people are becoming reactionary. They're shooting at police officers. Not every you know something awful obviously happened. We don't know the full story yet, but that doesn't mean every police officer in that area deserves to die. But you know what my theory it, is. You know, it's like the, you know in Seattle. A couple years ago when they had those riots, when they had the, what is that big conference, the world um, economic, whatever. It's where the, you know, the, anyways, I forget what the conference was. But um, and the Seattle conference, the Seattle conference. But there was a huge, their anarchists went up there because they knew there was going to be large crowds and they blend into the crowd and then they start shit. And that's what they do. So in Ferguson, the theory is they know there are riots and there are people, but they said like they were, they, um, Arrested 10 kids, 10 people last night, all white people. No, white, no. They're white anarchists running in, getting in the crowd. No, and they're, they're, not, the even, and they're not even from they're there. They're not from Ferguson. No, they That's said the a lot they're, of the people finding the problems up. are coming from the yeah. East Coast. They're not even from there. And these poor people, you know, this poor child who's dead and his poor parents are like, we're calling for peace. We don't want this. Like, this isn't what this child would wouldn't, wouldn't want vengeance in this way of, like, constant riots in a town that's, like, basically at now at a curfew. I mean, it's It's martial terrifying. law. And I look at it, I can't believe that's fucking America. I cannot believe that's America, yeah. but I would say like it, it, it's it's unfortunately right now there is uh, someone's gonna have to ask acquiesce and it's gonna have to be the people of Ferguson because the police are not going to. Well, no, because they 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 ha- you know it's a weird thing where it's like they have to do their job. like they were saying these officers were being shot at last night but they're still standing there because they know they have to protect the people who aren't. You right. know, the innocent people of this town. Like, it's just all. I also awful. go back and forth because I've seen more police brutality videos on Facebook yeah. in the last three weeks, right? Oh, no, it's I know. That's the thing is, I understand. No, they're terrible. And there's a lot of terrible p- people. There's a lot of terrible police officers. Yeah. There's a lot of ter- but because one police officer kills somebody, and I believe, I mean, he, he shot him six times. I don't. I that know. sounds pretty unnecessary. Yep. So I, my, my gut says he did something wrong and reactionary and, you know, and, and, and killed an innocent kid. 
or but an unarmed child. But it's at this. But you go. That doesn't mean that every single police officer deserves Agreed. to die. Like Agreed. there's some really good people working in that force that would never do something like that, and now they're being targeted. You know. So it's like it just sucks because it spreads everywhere on uh, both sides. You yeah, know? and, I and think- then the police get mad at innocent uh, residents of the town for being you know and they're like no we're not i don't it's just a whole it's a very here's what i think what i think and especially in an area like that you want justice and you want to feel like your voice is being heard right you want justice and you want to feel like your voice is being heard so right now you know the way the police are spinning it is that and, and look i wasn't there obviously but to shoot a kid like that six times in the head and like he shot him in the head like what, the top head, of the head but he got it here on the side of the arm here which seems like a defensive kind of thing where his hands are up like that it's either defensive or he's running away but either way and there was like some of it took place in the car they said or eyewitness said that I don't know it's all very strange well, it's all it's I will all tell you shady. and this is uh, sad for me and uh, look I know they. I will tell you this I think they have incredibly difficult jobs I can't even imagine the job that a police officer has to have. But I will tell you, just in my interactions in the last five years, and I'm a fucking grown-up. I'm certainly not giving anybody attitude. They, for however, and maybe it's just because they're, they, they're the tension of the job, or I can say as, a, as an adult male, not the friendliest group of people, the police officers. Oh, yeah, no, I've definitely been, you know. Not I, I, friendly. Had, like, there's been. no, okay, protect and serve, okay. But we're all, at the end of the day, on the same team. I'm a law-abiding dude, right? In this state, I am. It's almost like a postal worker, though. It's like some of them are just bad, like just corrupt. Yeah, but wh- where's the but no friendly part? It's almost like you like, get. It's almost like because you get so fucking abused. Like if you pull some, like immediately, maybe, maybe. then you're like, uh, you know, I'm not saying all of them, but I'm saying I'm sure some just end up with a chip on their shoulder, much like a, a telemarketer, you know, or a, you know, you know or someone who, who works at the shoulder? post office, or someone who works at the DMV who's constantly getting screamed at. And yeah. It's like I'm just doing my fucking job. The DMV you people, know? yeah, you're right because yeah. they probably get worn down. Yeah. You know who has a chip on his shoulder? Eric Estrada. Yeah. yeah, what chip? Talk about a good cop. Bing. Good cop. Bing. That's Bing. a good cop. Um, I uh, Strata wouldn't put up no shit. No, he would not. Ponch and John would be on that yeah, shit. Yeah, they wouldn't. No brutality in there. In Ponch and John? <laughs> yeah. No. No, they were good cops. Yeah, they might have been a little, you know. Uh, uh. What? What is that? I think Ponch. Sexual? Is, that, is that sex? Yeah, that's isn't that something the noise you make? Uh, uh. <laughs> Mm. Um, I um, I do want to apologize by the way I have a whole uh, I have a list of 10 dirty or not dirty and I forgot to bring them in next week next week we're early too if you can if you can what time Uh, well Chelsea's final show goes live at 8 so we have I think our crawl time is at 6 so anytime before that I can do the same time probably oh wait Maybe a little bit. Like, could you? Yeah, we'll talk about it after. We can do three, and then okay. just drive right. Sarah and I can get fucked up, and then just go right over to the show. Yeah, what time? What time do we have to be there? Six? Did you just say? Uh, you said you told me six. I think so, but it shoots at eight. That's not right. Maybe I don't think we're gonna time. have to do much, so I'm gonna be pretty. No, high. we have to like. No, we're not doing much at all. I'm on. Anyway. I'm. I'm uh, my last one is on Thursday. My last one is Wednesday, tomorrow. Well, I'm th- at this. Yeah. 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 Who are you on with? Uh, Lonnie Love and Chris Frangiola. That's a good one. Yeah, it's kind of fun to go, especially with Chris, who like I, we waited tables yeah. together. Now we were, and then we worked there together, so now we got to be on our last round table together. I'm you, on with um. Who are you on with? Ross and Heather. We're on oh, the, that's we're good. On the last one. That's the last one, right? Yeah. Does that your th- it airs Thursday? Thursday, yeah. And then there's no show Monday or no something, and then the finale Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. People are um, very care like 
well, first of all, a lot of people love to ask, what are you going to do? I think we've discussed this. Um, I haven't worked at that place for over a year, so I'm good. Yeah, you are uh, good. But, and so are you. Mm-hmm. Same thing. But um, I'll miss the round table because it's fun. And I think, but I don't, I think, I think people think that's how you make, you don't make your living on the round table. No. It's a small check for a. $387. One, yeah. Once a month. Um, or twice a month or whatever it is. I will tell you though, I'll miss the people. Absolutely. I miss yeah. the people. Um, you know what? Maybe we will do because this will be the last one. Bef- you know what? If anybody has any show questions, uh, oh, Chelsea yeah. Lady questions, they can call us right now. Yeah. What, uh, oh, wait. I'm going to guess. Oh, God. The Josh, number is. Josh is going to try to guess the number, everybody. 617. <laughs> eight, well, I know it's 818. Yeah. Because 617 is Massachusetts. Yeah. 818. Mm-hmm. 217. Nope. 818-281. Nope. Damn it. 818-274. Nope. Fuck you both. You got you have the you twice in a row you got the first you got two of the numbers in the the in there. We have a call two. coming in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else knows I the got number. It right. I got the number right. Is it uh, What's your name? Where are you calling from? To Jeffrey. Hey oh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, are you hiding your number? Are you going private on us? Lee didn't know what your number Jeffrey was. Jeffrey has a new number. No, 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 it's the same number. How's it going, guys? How are you, Jeffrey? Good. Um, it was so sad last week when you were talking about uh, Robin, or sorry, Robert Williams. Uh, yeah, we were uh, Frangel and I. You know, we discussed the Robin Williams things. Yeah, with, uh, and um, we and Frangela revealed to me that a lot of people were on Twitter. If you put in the search of Robert Williams, a lot of people were <laughs> saying how sad it was that Robert Williams, he was their favorite. How are they going to go on? He's my most favorite actor ever. Oh. Hashtag Robert Williams. Poor Bobby Williams. Oh, I know. So we were like, we were crying laughing. <laughs> and I was like, it was like a fun, it was a fun note and a sad story to see how ridiculous. Oh, Bob Williams. Be. Oh, God. Oh, oh, Robbie, I mean, Robbie W. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> when Bobby Williams used to get up there on the, like, a whirlwind. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty amazing. So what's Josh, going on with you, Jeffrey? Oh, sorry. Oh, I just wanted to say, uh, Josh, you did such an amazing job on Shark Creek, man. Oh, thanks, like, buddy. I appreciate I it. I loved it. Thank you very much. Yeah, I had a really good time. I, I, I really enjoy live TV. Yeah. it's Well, it's crazy because you don't, you don't you, you, whatever you, you can happen. Thrive. What's that? You seem to thrive, like, with live TV. I, I really like the energy because one of the things I love most about stand-up is that is the live. You don't know what's going to happen. There could be interaction. You don't know. Instant feedback. I Instant like that. feedback. You know how it's going. You know how to take. You I got to take a turn. It's not going well, or I got to. Yeah. yeah. Or that's going. Yeah. And I I actually made sure. You know, in a lot of studio audiences, there's somebody standing there telling the audience to clap or laugh, and I made sure there wasn't yeah. one of those. So I was like, I told people going yeah. in, if your joke lands, it's going to land. And if it doesn't, it's going to sit there. Right. And, but we're not going to have anybody sweeten the audience. So we didn't have anyone sweeten the audience all week, which it was another thing for me, really interesting. Because, you know, what? sometimes I would tell a joke and it didn't land. And it, it, it was an interesting experience because for me as a stand-up, my my instinct is to just go at them harder. But as the person who's supposed to be interviewing, I have to remember that, oh, yeah, you yeah. got to say something now. You're like, who's the asshole that told him not to sweeten the audience? Oh, shit, that was me. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. What about that? 
But sometimes it got a little unnerving and a little awkward, and I really fucking love that. And Tara Reid was once again a gem. Yeah, she was a super gem. She's a, she she is a gem. She said she'd come on the podcast. Oh, gotta have her. I would love that. I think it'd be fun, yeah. wouldn't it? I want to talk to her about Benji Bronk. You, there's gonna be a <laughs> lot of there's gonna be a lot of good questions for her. Trust me. Um, what, is, what what else, Jeffrey? Anything else? Uh, no. Uh, oh, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. Um, oh, so is uh, like everyone in the office and whatnot? Uh, oh, like tr- you hear a song and oh, everyone starts crying or like how's the process going? Of, uh, uh, I know. I think everybody's been. I think everyone. I mean, if, at the end of the day, it's a job. A lot of jobs, you end up having to get a new job, especially in the entertainment business. I think everyone's ready for it, and I think now they've had enough time to prepare. I think everyone's kind of like looking forward to what's next. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I can look. I can speak for me, and I, I don't. I, I I don't necessarily ever need to talk about you know the Armenians or. Bieber, or any of those people. Yeah, that drives me fucking crazy. Like, I don't need to do that. I ever see, again. Like when I watch Chelsea lately, sorry to interrupt. When I watch her, no, you're or not. Whatever, like I feel so sick and guilty because the commercials before are like the show botched, and then those like Harry Arminian people. Like I can't stand it. <laughs> Harry Arminian. Harry Arminian. <laughs> Uh, we agree. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah and I think I, to, to, to add, just to add on to what you were saying is, you know, there's a certain sense of nostalgia, I guess, where yeah. when we look back and go, that was a great period of our lives. But I think for all of us, we're ready to see what's next. Yeah. I think that's what it is. And, and look, we have we're all of us are indebted to Chelsea for the opportunity. Um, some of us were able to capitalize more on the opportunity than others. Some of us were allowed to stay for the entire time of the show, so that was wonderful. Yeah. But I think all of us are just like. Let's well, and I think it's you know, listen, next. you get an opportunity, but whether you know your your own talent is what yes. makes you stay there. So exactly. And I think uh, she, she gave she gives you a, a platform, and at the end of the day, yeah. like I don't just know like her, he gave her a platform, day, and she's, she's a nice yeah. fucking person. She what? Uh, sorry, just at the end of the day, she's like a nice fucking person. Like she, uh, yeah, she provided everyone a platform, and then the people, like you guys, took off on your own. Yes. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, I do know what you mean because you were speaking <laughs> English. <laughs> All right, Jeffrey. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Good to talk to you. Thanks, buddy. See you guys. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. I should, will tell you. Should I say the number so people can actually call? Or no, try to I want to try one more time. Okay. But can I tell you one of my favorite, one of my pet peeves? What is what he just did? Is when someone says something to you in English and says, "Do you know what I mean?" I'm gonna park over there. You know what I mean? I fucking know what you mean. You <laughs> said you're gonna park over there. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. You know, I'm gonna drink. Well, that. I think Jeffrey probably always has to ask if people know what he means, like as a, as a habit. So I don't think that's really his fault. Yeah, but sometimes this is really cold. You know what I mean? I fucking know exactly what you mean. Right. You mean it's really cold. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Yes, I know exactly what you're, you're trying fucking to mean. make. They're trying to make it dirty. Uh, it's you cold. Know, you, know you know what, what I mean? mean? Yeah. Um, what were we saying before then? We were saying, like, do you want to give the numbers? So oh, someone can you call, ready? Or do you want to try to guess it again? Okay. okay. Give me two more chances. Okay. 818. 284. There you go. Ooh! Oh my god! Oh my god! 9161. No. no. 818. Two seven, no, 284. Ooh, I almost blew that one. Yep. F- 
If anyone wants to call and ask us any questions. Do you know the number? Yeah, it's 818-284-6171. Oh, what, I was so close that first time. What'd I say? 9271? No. What'd I say? 5727? <laughs> yeah. We have, we have a call coming in. Okay, we have a call. That wasn't close. Not close. <laughs> Hello, who is this? Hi, it's Jody from Chicago. Oh, hey, girl, what's up? What's wrong with me? Can I, are you, Um, you say your name's Jody? Did you say Jody? uh, I just wanted to call and say hey, and um, you guys really, like, saved me last week. I wanted to let you know. Oh, wow. What, did you have a rough week, or did we actually have something? It was a rough week, and it was sad with Robin Williams and everything, and I was stuck in traffic, falling asleep Thursday, and I listened to the one with um, John and, and Bethany on it. Oh, yeah. And it was nice to not only uh, laugh in the car, you guys kept me awake and from getting in a wreck, but uh, also see that people in entertainment, you know, can have happy endings and happy lives, and it was really nice to hear and listen to. So I really wanted to call and thank you guys for that because oh, you nice. really made me laugh after a hard week and a hard day. That's awesome. That's uh, pretty it's, much our goal. So yeah. that's really good to hear. So thank you. Very nice of you to say that. I have to ask you yeah. now an honest question. Okay. Do you think I should give up trying to guess what the phone number is <laughs> to this fucking podcast? Um, How come I can't do it? Because of the pot. I'm remembering off memory now just from hearing you guys saying it. The 818 Not off of me saying yeah, it. That, no, that is just, embarrassing. She just, <laughs> she just remembered it just from hearing it just now. So, uh, I mean, it's sad. terrible. It's a sad state of affairs. Did you have you. a question for us? Uh, I just really wanted to call and say thank you. You guys are awesome. And, well, thank you. Know, you. you sexually harassed me that other week. So, oh, uh, that's right. I remember that. I wanted that. to call yeah. back and say thanks. You're, and, uh, you're welcome. You know, you're double welcome. I appreciate welcome. the podcast. I keep doing it. Thank you so much. Thank Th- you. Thank you. Really nice phone call. All right. All right. You guys have a good day. Thanks. You too. That's nice. Too. You know what would nice be nice next if, if a sponsor called and gave us money? <laughs> that would be. Yes. <laughs> but don't call that number. Please yeah. call <laughs> someone's real number. Call 818. <laughs> Two eight four six one seven one. Yeah, Josh got the number right. Now listen, I do want what what why are what's the do we have we have a nice number of people listening. Mm-hmm. Where are the sponsors? Doesn't anyone want us to with the people at Way Easy Gifts say their website is going nuts Yeah. We have loyal listeners. They cut. Oh, I would like to say that with my gift certificate from Way Easy Gifts, I got myself a gift. What'd you get? Is that selfish? I'm wearing it. This bracelet. It's lovely bracelet. That's really nice. Hey everybody, look. It's le- it's nice. It's leather. I got it with my it's very nice. I got it I put in And how e- was it easy to get? I put in my it? age. I put in 30s instead of I put 30s cuz I am 30s, yeah. but I'm going to be 40, so I had a hard time deciding if I want to put in 30 or 40. I put in 30, and uh, this came up, and then I put in 40, and it also came up. So obviously they knew. They know you. That That's I was really nice. Yeah, it's really like- nice, and I ordered it, and it came to my door in two days, and I didn't even order like expedited shipping. So everyone, seriously, wayeasygifts.com. You put in the gender, the age of the person you're looking for, and something nice like this, like this comes up. A bag came up, a nice travel bag. I could have used a friend of mine could have used, but I didn't use the gift certificate for a friend. I used it for myself. <laughs> and what did you get, Lee? Uh, the, like the old timey great clock radio thing. Oh yeah, really yeah. Cool. yeah. I haven't used mine yet. I looked, went out and looked, and I can't decide because I can't decide if I'm gonna get it for me. Or my daughter's birthday's coming up, and I just might 
do a little extra I just decided there. to buy myself something. I did. I was saving it for a gift for a friend this month, but then I found something for her to store, and then I was like, fuck it, I'm just getting this for myself. Wayeasygifts.com. It's always better to yeah. buy gifts for yourself. Oh, and co- code word OTR. Yeah, yeah co- o- promo OTR. code OTR. 20% off. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at this. This is on the table because this guy from the Bunny Ranch was on uh, a podcast that airs here, Joey Diaz's podcast. Um, uh, that uh, church was happening. Yeah. But the... Um, the name of the things that you can buy uh, here, the, the love at the Y. Now, that's I remember like that was like, you know, in high school, it was like a joke. Eat, I'm eating at the, eat at the Y. And yeah, that means your vagina, because if you go like this, it makes a Y, you guys. But if you. With your legs. Right. Or with your arms. I mean, it does but, make but a your, Y. But that's your a vagina's YMCA. not up here. Yeah, well, hopefully not. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's going on. To some of our listeners, they might have a misplaced vagina. I've always wondered why some people wear Uh, turtlenecks year-round. If you could throw out your vagina, but it, like, throws it into the wrong place. Okay. If you, you, outside of your, where your vagina or your your no-no hole is, Uh if you could pick another spot on your body for your vagina, where your vagina would have to go, where would it be? Oh, good one. I'm going to try to think where I would put my penis. So same question for my penis. Okay, but ooh, that's a hip? tough one. Hip? No, you want I, it in well, your pants. Bones. You want that's it in your a, pants, don't you? Well, I mean, if I had it in my hand, I feel like I could really kill a couple birds with one stone. Yeah, the problem was, and I was thinking hand too, like replace a hand with a penis, or maybe it just came out like a spider web. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But this seems like it'd be harder because if I just had a dick, then I would have to wear a glove all the time. Well, but then your hand would be different. Like if it was like if you're born that way, then everyone would probably have their penis in their hand, so it just wouldn't matter. What if it was like one of your fingers and it was just flopping around most of the day? If you had a dick finger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where it would be cool. I guess if it yeah, because the vagina has like a lot going on, so I guess it can't really be your hands. No, and you don't want it like near your in your stomach. Because no. you have to also think where I you have would... to say whoever whoever put it there did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> they put it in the right place. Because That's you have a... to think about now sex. Like so, se- if you put it in a different place, like if you were like, no, I'm not in my shoulder. That means some dude is humping your, like your shoulder. Well, it wouldn't be the first time someone's humped my shoulder. <laughs> Has anyone ever humped your armpit before? No. My buddy used to like love on that. accident. No, my buddy's his thing was yeah, and he told me this was like one night he was drunk. We're sitting around. He was like, hey man, you know what you should do sometime. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Because to me, whenever somebody starts that, I'm like, let's hear it. Yeah. This is going to be this really. This is definitely something I'm not going to do, but I want to hear about it. Yes, absolutely. It's right? 100%. You know, it's 100%. So you know what you should do sometime. I was like, what? He was like, you know what I do sometimes? My girl, like, I get some, uh, what's that stuff called? The lube? The, um, KY? KY. I get the KY and put some on my dick, and then I put some in her underarm, and I fuck her underarm. I'm like, um, she has a vagina, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah. I'm like, well, why don't you use that? And he was like, no, no, it just feels, it's kind of like. I'm just when my dick stinks later. No, he was like, he was like, you know, sometimes also if she hasn't shaved a lot, it's a little stubbly, it's great. I'm like, this is really, what? Yeah, it's like that's, fucking a cat's tongue. Like, yeah, why? that doesn't make any sense. He loved it. His girlfriend, you say, here's his. I mean, I think this, this must have been her being like, I don't want to fuck you, but I'll let you fuck my armpit. I, I mean, will, that's what it sounds like. I'll tell you exactly like what it they is. they made. Because I was going out with somebody who she was friends with, and she confided in her. He just like nine out of ten times likes to fuck my armpit. And she was like, I don't know what it is. I'll tell you what. I would be like, at the worst, 
this relationship is halting. I was going to say I'll like, let you fuck my armpit one more time and then we're over. But nine out of ten times implies that he's fucked your armpit nine times at yeah. least. Yeah. I would think at two you'd be like, listen, we this is... Once I guess was kinky yeah, and whatever. Because there's nothing you're because go- you're not getting anything no, out of that. No, it's like t- it's mean, like titty fucking. You're not getting anything out of that no. except for a bruised chin. Did he explain the angle? Like how how would it? Is she like sit like on her knees and then he's standing behind her? Like how? No, I think it's in I the bet front. he's like uh, I bet yeah. he like crawls up there. So yeah. then he's also not only is his dick in her armpit, his ass, his ass is like right in her face, going up and down, like and you're like on my shoulder. That's a weird. That sounds like a total night, like double nightmare for you. <laughs> sounds like yeah. It sounds like, but he but he was also like I'm not you know and I was like I never done that. He goes a lot of people do it. I'm like mm, no they don't. Lot. I mean I'm sure if you put in yeah oh god Google, have to Google it. <laughs> I'm sure if you put in like armpitfuck.com armpit or something. Sex. Yeah, I'm sure. Armpit that's- sex is a thing, dude. I'm telling you. Because he also liked to do in between the knee and the. Any uh, kind of crevice. Well, he just need like a crevice. He I liked mean, the crevice. She might have had a big vagina. I know. Where he needed something a little tighter. <laughs> yeah. You should check the Urban Dictionary for it. It's hysterical. What does it say? It says. Uh, it's no, referred to as armpit fucking, pit fucking, putting one's dick in a headlock. Or the, or the, the pocket of paradise, and then, and then my favorite is when they explain it with a sentence, and the two sentences are, "Yo, I got a mad rash from getting pit fucked last night." Pit fucked is <laughs> pit fucked sounds like a video game yeah, kind of. But like, that's a good point. Like, who gets the rash? Your dick or the armpit? Well, that's the thing. It's like if you're talking about it stubbly, and then there's, and then your penis goes in there, it's gonna get like a rash or and like. Were you shooting it out oh. the back? I almost don't want to watch awful. this. You're, you're, there's, there's, it's, there's armpit videos on xnxx.com. Oh, but you're gonna watch it. Oh God, they're gonna watch it together. I'm just gonna sit here, you guys. Oh, oh Jesus. They're gonna watch what, this. What is, oh, the, oh, oh, there's guys licking girls' armpits. Oh God. Yeah, no, I that's like that. I don't like that either. Oh, my that is grody. Wait, what? What are they there's doing? This dude is digging into that armpit like it is a vagina. With his dick? No, with his tongue. Oh, they have regular sex too. It looks like, and then part of it's that just does, so like he just has like a fetish for armpits. Your armpits aren't sensitive. I mean, otherwise Who's you have to get off every time I put deodorant on. You want you want to do a call? Yeah, let's take that call. All right, let me stop the porn first. Oh yeah, here we're gonna take a call. It's eight six seven. Where are you calling from? What's your name? Hi, um, is this uh, off the rails? It yes. is. It's Josh and Sarah. Right on. I'm listening to you guys right now. You're also <laughs> I'm, talking um, to us. I'm calling. What's that? You're also talking to us right now. Where are you calling from? Oh, I'm calling from Yellowknife, North of Territories, Canada. Oh, nice. Oh. And what's your name? Uh, my name's Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Our whole place is on fire right now. What do you mean? Your whole place <laughs> like, is on fire? Your, your house is on fire? Well, no, no, no. Like, the whole of the territory... Um, like North of Territories, like it's it's up there, Alaska. It's your bur- the whole thing has Ira- like wildfires. Like yeah, wildfires. There's like 300 fires happening right now. Oh, Jesus. Why are you talking to us drugs. on the phone? <laughs> well, she's probably somewhere. She's probably somewhere safe. She's not in an. You're not in an evacuation area. I take it. Uh, I mean, that's crazy. Um, Did you want to ask us a question? Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, okay, I, I, I might sound like a real hippie, but I had a question, this question about the ALS uh, ice bucket challenge yes. thing. Um, does it irk any of you guys about how much water people are wasting? And 
if you guys live in California, isn't there some kind of like drought? There is a drought, and I, I definitely have heard a lot of people refer to the drought and saying that they shouldn't, people shouldn't be doing the challenge. I think that caught on, and some people were like, "That's right." There's a because they just don't want to dump an ice bucket on their head. But there is a, something to that for sure. There really is a drought. I did it. I just had right. my friend Jen Kirkman throw one ice cube at my face. Uh, so that I so I couldn't so that way I wasn't wasting any water and also just trying to do something different. But um, yeah, there, it is a real thing that there's a water drought. I mean, yeah. there is a, a water drought, uh, <laughs> but there is a real thing that there's a drought. So it is. I mean, you know, I, listen. I think they've said they've raised something like twenty seven million dollars. Yeah, um, my my thing was yeah. my my thing was, um, and I did this instead. I donated. So for me, it's mm-hmm. raised awareness. I and I it really has raised awareness, and people have raised a lot of money too. But I would the it, the spirit of it was, you were for everybody who did, everybody who did the bucket was also supposed to donate. Right. That's the spirit. I think, of I think it. a lot of a lot of people are misunderstanding it too, and they're like, well, so you if you get if you don't do it, you have to donate. It's like no, you're supposed to do both. Obviously, yeah. I don't think Justin Timberlake dumped a right. bucket on his head and, and then went to, and then didn't donate. You know, everyone. I mean, I donated after I did. You know, you're supposed to. It's a. It's to raise awareness to the cause, and then people also yeah. donate. But they have. I heard this morning. I, I believe it was twenty-seven million dollars. I might be making that. No, it sounds like a lot of money. Well, I'll tell you what's amazing. Crazy. You it was know, like a lot of money. I found out the history of the ice bucket challenge. Did you know what? It's a, it's a, yeah. from a guy who played baseball at BC. Well, they've done it for other things. Apparently. But this was the one that caught for this, right? They started to do the ice bucket challenge for. I think his name was Peter Frades. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, Frady. <laughs> Brady's a funny last name. Go ahead and make fun of the sick guy. <laughs> no, but Freddy's I'm just a funny kidding. last name. <laughs> but I will tell you, <laughs> what was interesting to me is and why this cause was so important is he said something. He said, what's scary is, look at me right now. And he's, you know, in the thralls of it. He can't talk anymore. This oh. was like, He said, I, m- we have made no advances since Lou Gehrig made that speech. In 1934, mm-hmm. so right. that to me is like well, it's one of the few diseases where no advances. We found nothing, so it's so important for people to donate also because um, this is something that is taking the lives of. It, oh, it's terrifying! Mercilessly it's, taking it, the lives mercilessly with no. You go from, you go from such a, a healthy individual to like in in a wheelchair at 30. I yeah. mean, it's the craziest. I thought I had it once, if you recall. Remember? Yes, I, I do remember yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, like, thing is that I just kept on hearing, like, I kept hearing that, like, the, the whole idea was that you either donate $100 or you do the ice bucket challenge thing, which just sounds sort of like a, I want to be on television or I just No, I think you do both. Yeah, I, I think the people that you know. really understand are definitely donating as well. Like, I donate as well. I think definitely those big celebrities, I, I, I have a hard time believing they're like, and I ain't going to donate. Like, I think it's trying to yeah. get, it's just yeah. trying to get the attention and, if you and, have a name out there. And, and also, at the end of the day, the awareness, the awareness for the disease is good. Yeah. But I, yes, there is a drought right. and right. Um, hopefully people find creative ways like Sarah's comedian Sarah Colonna to not waste water. And listen, I, I think you should <laughs> stay. Yes, like Amy Schumer too when she dumped, I think she dumped like cream corn or like chowder on her head or something. Yeah, she dumped chowder. something. Chowder. It might have been ice cream. I was, I was confused, but it was very funny. I don't even know what it was, but it was, yeah, it was not water. Stay, um, stay out of the fire and thank you for calling us yes thank you thanks so much can i just ask one more thing yes is that okay josh can you make that creepy noise to sarah please 
Oh, God. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for right, ruining thanks. my day. Thank okay, you. Bye. What's going on with the armpit sex over there? I, I stopped watching. Are you, okay, I was going to say, Felice has been watching it the whole oh, time. Dude, with that poor girl's on the phone. Yeah. yeah. What about just sleep? If you're asleep, you'd be like, oh, my God. I'd be like, Lee came in his pants and fell asleep during the podcast. That would be, you know, my buddy. Okay, so when we. <laughs> Already, I'm afraid of this story. When we, when I get married, I get married in New Orleans. There's strip clubs on Bourbon Street, and my buddy from, I'm not going to say where he's from because it'll give it away. Nobody knows him. My buddy from Minnesota. One of my buddies from Minnesota. That guy. Comes down, right? And um, goes in a strip club and gets dance. And Beth, by the way, went to the strip club with me. She thought it was fun and whatever. So I don't want anyone to think of my wedding night. I was in a strip club with my wife. She was there. Right. So it was the night before the wedding, actually. Whatever. Whatever. You're at a fucking strip club. My buddy gets dance. <laughs> He gets up to leave, and I go, hey, man, you might want a different shirt. Oh, no. Because the black light showed where he came in his pants. Oh, my God. So he had a stain on his shirt and a stain on his pants. He goes, what are you talking about? I go, right there. And he looked down, and he's like, oh, no. I go, yeah, yeah, black light. That's the reason they have black light in here, so you can see where the semen is. And he was like, oh, he was like, this is embarrassing. I was like, for you. Wait, I, <laughs> wait, I didn't Come even really knew, know that people came in their pants at strip clubs. Yeah, ask me. I've never been to a strip club. What? I've always, I've, I've, I've always felt like they'd hate you. Like the strippers would just be like, like really judgmental. And also, I don't really feel like the need to pay to see naked girls. Well, no, I, I'm with that. I'm with that. But never been is. I thought the only. I'm time not against. I'm not. I don't. I'm not against it. Obviously, we had the freaking uh, hooker in here. But uh, I, I've never. Been, I haven't been yet. Yes. I just. I thought you only came like if you went in the take my dick out room. Um, some guys can come a little easier. She was grinding on him, and he. Wouldn't that hurt with the jeans? Thing, you would think. Oh. I, if I remember th- eighth grade, it no did. wonder those girls are all fucked up on drugs. If uh. I had to rub on some guy for money, and then he came in his pants, I'd kill myself. Well, let me. Oh, I shouldn't say kill myself because. You know what I mean? I'd be on drugs. Wouldn't you rather <laughs> rub up against somebody who came in their pants than have to go in the boom boom room and take the dick out? All wet. Wouldn't you rather that your leg? What kind of price difference are we talking about here? What like would you like a lot more money if I take him in the boom? Because I don't know. There's something more. There's something a little. But you don't have to touch him. Just your leg is rubbing up against the. There, the but f- there is just something. Is it just me or is there something just a little bit? If girls, if you're any girls are listening, doesn't it feel a little grosser to think about some guy coming in his pants? I'd rather him take it out and do it isn't that weird is that well, weird then that you I might get some on you i was gonna say well you i don't know where like a uh, like what you put on your poncho? couch at your grandma's like a you mean like, pl- a, when, cover like, in plastic like at the buffet <laughs> with salad buffet they have that guard over it yeah, the sneeze guard <laughs> <laughs> you, you i the, just have a big sneeze guard in the front skeet of me. guard skeet, that'd skeet, be skeet. amazing i could wear one of those visors like what's your face yes sterling's v stiviano yeah that is a great... We finally found the function for that, oh. to keep the sperm out of your face. Yeah. I think that's been her function for it all along. Yeah, well, it hasn't um, worked. Speaking of Sterling, do you see how much his wife got in like the sale? Like, well, a, 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 on top of the $2 billion. It, right? she got, so she got a billion, didn't she? Probably. She also got... a billion dollars. She also got like <laughs> 10 season tickets I know. all the time. Yeah. Suites, parking... I was like, and he paid two, and he got two billion dollars. Yeah, but she got and a billion dollars. And what does he get? He doesn't. He gets get a billion dollars, but he doesn't get to go. Well, no, he's banned. Are you sure he gets it? Because he gets like, half of it. She, they, he's half of it. They took him off of the uh, whatever it was. The no, he trust. gets he gets half the sale. 
I would wow. think for no matter what he has to, yeah, I don't think they can take a it away A billion from him. dollars. I don't think just because he said something, they can take, I don't think they can take money away from him. No, I don't think so. You they never... can make him sell something, but they can't be like, that money you made is no longer yours just because you said something racist. I mean, that doesn't sound. You never told me where you'd put your vagina, your extra vagina. I think I decided where I would put my, if, I, if the penis could not go there. Right. Where I would put the penis. Where? I think I would either go hand. Just like that, and then we shake hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dick <laughs> finger. Yeah, dick it's finger. Um, or I, th- I might go like right shoulder. Right shoulder. Yeah. That'd fuck up your dance moves. <laughs> or. <laughs> or make them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think for a guy, it'd be great if it was on your nose, so that we could just get two things done no, at once. But then it would hit the but lips. But then it hits my lips. It's always. I'm on my- not thinking about you. I'm thinking about for me, like what it would benefit me. You'd have to wear like a harness. For the whole thing. Ah, my your dick would be in your mouth all the time. <laughs> that seems terrible, and you would be serious. Like an elephant, like with yeah, a child feeding itself fucking, peanuts. Oh, you know what I mean? It's terrible. <laughs> well, why does your dick have to take a C curve and go into your mouth? Well, the dick hangs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, do you, what kind of dick have you like seen? I it's not gonna, I'm not Pinocchio. It's not gonna <laughs> stick straight out the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then when I got when I got hard, it would literally hit me in the head like that. Well, I don't know. I guess what th- I think what we're saying here is that whoever, good whoever figured it out, figure out a good way. Yeah. God or apes or whoever figured the out apes. where the vagina and the penis. Could. They really did. It was I well planned. I can't think of a better place for mine. I mean, there's just not a better place. Fits in really well. Yeah. I mean. Oh. On the hand, though, the dick finger, the dinger. Yeah. The dinger. The thick. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to the vagina and the butthole switching places. Why? I don't. I, I like doing the like the like from like the back. Like if you're like laying down, sometimes uh-huh. and it would be easier if it was in. But then the she has to go out the front. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, like, how would you even do that? You'd have to like, you know, <laughs> you'd have to like lay like on a to- like toilets would have to be completely redone. <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah, you, there'd be a lot more visual than that. Oh, that's not a good. No. <laughs> no. That really sounds like maybe bad. Design. I mean, whoever did it did it well. Yeah. Yeah, they did it well. It was well placed and well thought out. And would you? Where would you put yours? On your finger? You'd have. A finger. I kind of like the idea of the dick finger. The, yeah, it just sounds fun. The dick finger. I need a bathroom break. I have to pee. Go ahead, go pee. I'm gonna Sorry. talk to Lee. Um, how was this guy with the bunny ranch? Oh, that's all right. He we're, was very nice. We're almost done, anyways. Oh, okay. I couldn't hold it anymore. I was waiting till we were done. He was very nice, uh, and I just—it was interesting. He gave me a three-day pass, but I think my girlfriend would kill me. What do you mean a three-day pass? A three-day pass, just free. Free services for three days. Yeah. What? I think that's what. Maybe it was just a one day. I don't know. Maybe it's a weekend. Let's see. A it. Long weekend. Where is it? Oh, we, we just we have to go and call him. It's not. It's not like a golden ticket. But I love the quotes on the back, right? So this is his little pamphlet. If you can see it, and on the inside it has it's where it's bunny been ranch seen. On HBO. Bunny ranch. But on the back it has quotes, and one of the quotes is "Great buffet and top porn stars." Ron Jeremy. Like, who goes to the fucking buff? Great buff. That is a true fat guy who's like, you know, <laughs> you know what I love about that whorehouse? Great buffet. And who is eating there? That always struck me is when people order food at a, at a strip club. That seems like, oh, Carrot Stop said the, the bunnies love carrot sticks. <laughs> I mean, it's really, uh, 
Uh, oh my god. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, it's way over my head. But have you ever done something like this? No, I've I've never I've never been to a strip club, and it's it's just like, and I'm sure like people are always like, well, they're making money, they wouldn't hate you. I always feel like they'd be like, oh, this jerk's coming in again. And That's how they make their living. I will tell you, I don't. I think prostitution should be legal. I don't oh, that, I, I'm totally with that. I don't think there's any and, doubt in the world. And I, I, I kind of wish, well, I'm, like, when I was single for like a year and a half, yeah. I kind of wish maybe I had done something like that, but no. Don't you wish prostitution was, I mean, not wish, but don't you think it should be legal? Me? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I mean. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not a. I'm not a. If I mean, you I guess to my, it's up to whatever you want. Yeah, I guess it's your own ride if that's what you want well, to do. Well, did you have these? Have you seen that documentary on Netflix? It's like three places that have prostitution. One's in like Thailand and it's great, but then there's like one in India and one in Mexico and like it's just terrible and it's terrible for the girls and. Well, but here would be my thing. It would to me, and, I, and this is why I go back to also legalizing weed. When you take a criminal element away from something and not make it not criminal. You're putting some a lot of criminals out of business, yeah. and if so, if they have like to, there wouldn't be pimps anymore because the girls would just make the money themselves. And then, or whatever. If, and then if we're paying, if they're paying taxes, right? And it's, it, you, if it's in a business, like in Amsterdam, it's weird to have a taxed vagina. Just uh, saying, in general, it's just a weird thing to think about. Well, maybe you I'm might. taxing your armpit. That's true. If right, with that, whatever you're into. But I'm saying, like, you could, it could. If it was and, up to and Lee, you text your butthole in the this, front. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this: do these girls, they get are, tested every week. Get tested every week. They're not in danger of getting beat up because they're in a safe environment, right? The guys who go are happy. They're happy. So where's the harm? It's their body. Like I don't. It's the same. If you, yeah, if, I if mean, you, sure. If, if they you, want, yeah. It's their body. It's a victimless crime. That's right now. It's the same thing. With me smoking weed. Victim, well, my brain cells. I can't remember a fucking phone number. Right. But I mean, I don't think it should be encouraged. I don't think people should be in school. Like, and then if you want to grow up and be a prostitute. No, but, but the same yeah, thing I mean, with, if it's, yeah. If it's, if it's, I guess, should, I don't know. I've never, I guess I never really think about it. But yeah, I guess I, it should be legal because it's your. It's your pussy. Yeah. I should be able to charge for my pussy if I want. I, let, me ju- <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me say this, okay? That's my next t-shirt, by the way. Say I take you to dinner and I spend $200 on dinner. And we go to drinks. And then I spend $100 on drinks and whatever. Say I spent $500 on a date. $400 on a date. That's not uncalled for. No. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty, but it's a nice date. Yeah. But at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, you knew you were going to have sex with me. Uh-huh. But you, were, you really needed money. And you were like, listen, dude, I'm going to have sex with you anyways. Ah, that's a lot of nice stuff. I don't really. I'm, I want to have sex with you, but I would take just take that $400. Like, you don't have to do. I would be like, that's fine. You'd rather have this than that. Whatever. I mean, it's it's up to you. It's it has such a bad state. Like, there's no it's reason not to like it. It's still a little weird, though, because that takes. I mean, because the re- you spending money on a date and stuff is that you're you're you're, ha- you're having conversation, you're hanging out. You're it's like a. I mean, it's a date. Maybe it's, it's a, a bad. An- it could be a bad analogy. Yeah, it's not a great analogy because for if if, if, if like John was like, hey, instead of going to dinner tonight, I'm just gonna throw you three hundred bucks and then we'll just fuck. I'd be like, I don't. Yeah, think but different. So. You're different, different. I mean, different, maybe. Different. I mean, if times were hard, maybe I'd take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is like, it's your it's your body, so. So for the if for the same argument, like I can't tell you, people, you want an uh, abortion? It's your body. It's not no, it's my your choice. body. But yeah, I think that in that case, you're just being. Then you it would be with strangers. I don't think you would be like instead of dinner. Like, no, no, no. You may yeah. it could be a bad analogy. Although no, it was. Listen, I'm, I'm, I just want to reiterate. Well, that's, that's, that's what some people say. Terrible like, analogy. There's some people who go to to like the illegal ones, and they're just like, listen, I'm, I, I would it would cost me more to go on dates, and I, I it's like the same. 
And yeah, I mean, it, it, well, they could just go on Tinder for free now. Apparently, I know, and yeah. just and just have sex with somebody. Does that really work? People, uh, I would love to according to Sarah Colonna and her readings, it was. Yeah, works. I mean, I think that people are definitely hooking up on Tinder. Yeah, I mean, because I think it's just it, where people know if they want to get laid and they don't want to have a relationship, they can just go. If you're like, not hey, getting laid in today's I mean, day and age, like no you're diff- not trying. Yeah, it's very like hard. no different than like missed whatever, not what casual encounters or whatever on Craigslist. They had to take it down because the Craigslist killer. But um, it's kind of like Craigslist that. What Craigslist killer? The Craigslist the killer guy or the Boston. guy? I'm that just kidding. It's your fucking favorite movie oh, of all time. Oh, it's my favorite. Yeah, I mean. Favorite Lifetime real, movie of all time? It's not my favorite of all What's time. What's your favorite Lifetime movie of all time? Um, it's probably the one they called a trainer that I saw recently where a girl was a personal trainer. And she then she <laughs> got a client that was a, also a girl and they met at the gym. And then she said to the girl, I can help you work out if you want to have get a better body. And the girl's like, okay, cool. And then they went to lunch. And then the waiter offers the new client what the trainer in front of him offers the new client pie. And... She was like, oh, maybe. And the tr- new trainer looked at her like, I don't fucking think so. I'm your trainer. You're not going to have pie. We just started dieting and training. And then the girl's like, I don't know. And then the waiter goes, uh, no, I think the pie is pretty good. And then she goes, no, I can't have the pie. And then later the trainer goes out and kills the waiter in the parking lot with her motorcycle helmet. She goes, I said no pie. And then bashes his head in. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, really? That was the greatest movie I've ever seen. That escalated really quickly. And, yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I it mean, was really good. That was like, that escalated. I mean, I've had trainers be pretty strict about no carbs. Yeah. But never. No, she will kill you if <laughs> yeah. you offer it to your client. The some, waiter. That waiter died. Some fucker in the parking lot at my gym ran into my car. Didn't leave a note. Uh, scratched it from, from on my driver's side uh, from that back door all the way up, which means their front bumper hit my car starting the back door and driver's side all the way up past my door. That's that happened to me three times and I'm just now, my I pay 300 a month in car insurance because people hit my car three times in like three months and it's ending at the end of this year, thank God. It's a fucking dick move. Just leave it's a, a really note. Dick move. You gotta leave a note. You can't do that. That's bad karma. You can't do that. And yeah. you can't, because then it's on you and like, I mean... They probably didn't have insurance or something and panicked, but... Yeah, I, I got to tell you. I mean, and listen, it put me in a foul mood for the rest of the day. Yeah. But I I, 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 I wonder if some of the stuff for me is karma coming back. Because I never did that. But when I was growing up, you know, I may have... I mean, I've pooped in someone's mailbox before. Right. Yeah, you know what pisses me off? That is your karma. What? Double parking. I saw some guy do it yesterday. Like, usually you don't see it. <coughs> Sorry, uh, see it in, in action. That seemed like that was a last breath. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you stopped and then you went. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I was just and I was like, well, this is the last one. <laughs> but you don't really see it in action. I, mean, I, it would, I would really help our sponsorship if you died on the podcast because we get so much attention on the podcast. Oh, uh, you know what? We can have a funeral home. <laughs> Be buried the way Lee was buried. Well, <laughs> All right, so the guy double parked. No, no, it just it always it always it kills me. And like, and they do it, and it's I like I was thinking there should be tickets for that, like more tickets for that than like not paying a meter. Is that or you mean like when someone takes up two parking? Because they no, don't no, want anyone like to. And like a parking. Oh, lot. oh, double yes. Like they is. have a nicer car, and this wasn't even a nice car; it was just a truck. And they, you, like they park in the middle of two spots. Oh, that fucking pisses I'm me off. I'm thinking about buying a truck. I leave notes. Really? An F one fifty, yeah. Oh, I like those. I like a truck. What are you going to put in the back? You think I could get away with driving a truck? Yeah, why not? I like it. Why not just buy like an SUV? Jacob was like, you can't drive a truck. And I go, why not? He was like, hey, you don't. I mean, I don't think you should drive like a big diesel, like Chevrolet or something with like, what is it? F-150? That's a Ford, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. 
it was it's gonna be black. That's I all like you a black truck. That's all you yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a black truck. Yeah, not like a big white Chevrolet. No, like what like, those. I mean, those are nice, but those don't belong in the roads of Los Angeles. And there, you know, there's sometimes when you see like those big four wheeler, like they, it's four wheel drive. You live in LA; it doesn't need to be four wheel. Yeah, yeah, but it's four wheel no, yeah. drive. Yeah, but uh, nothing ever happens there. Yeah, no, that's just because their dick is hard a lot. You think their dick is hard a lot? When <laughs> yeah. When they're driving? Yeah, and then it doesn't ever get unhard, so they just have to drive big trucks. I have had. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I mean, in the South, it makes sense to have a big truck. Yeah. But it doesn't. Going down a freeway or down, you know, Moore Park in Studio City doesn't make a ton of sense. <laughs> no. <laughs> it seems aggressive. I, I, I don't know that I've ever driven with a an erect penis. One. Well, I mean, I've had. Go, apparently, you're not going down the right streets. I guess not. <laughs> I have attempted to drive and pick up a hooker one time. I've done once I picked up a hooker in Vegas. I didn't like it and I didn't I'd have sex with her because I couldn't get through with it. And a different time I was driving on the street and I was like, I'm going to try this one more time because well, what's the big hubbub? So I pull over and this girl gets in jail. Yeah, this girl gets in the car. <laughs> oh, Jesus. She gets in, in the car and I go, hey, she's like, hey, she's like, listen, I just need some money. I've been in jail for three years, so, you know, we can do whatever. But sometimes I get mad for no reason. I was like, you can get out. <laughs> <laughs> And that was it. like a mad for no yeah. reason. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, well, this hooker experiment is not going. Yeah, well for you're me. like, that's probably how she ended up in jail <laughs> yeah. three, for three years was getting mad yeah. for no reason. Or so much shit happened to her in jail that now she's just got like this trigger response for oh. whatever. And I don't know the safe word, you know, whatever the. You would have thought in three years in jail she would have come up with like a better sales pitch. I think she was. Comp- she had. J- but I mean, she told me she just got out of jail like that day. She just had no money to get a place. So you know, I just. Didn't give her any money and told her to get a car. You said safe word. My safe word when I was little was watermelon. That's racist. No, it's not. It wasn't meant to be. Mine was juice box. Juice box? Mm-hmm. Well, the juice box, though, is like so... No, juice box. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, but like, I don't, it's a weird thing to look back on because how was I supposed to work that in? Like, oh, I'm just stopping for watermelon. They'd be like, you're obviously, that's your safe word. Oh, you mean for a stranger? Yeah, like if you call your mom, like the, if you like call your mom and you say something like, "Hey, just stop for watermelon," she'd be like, call, call the police because she would know that that meant that you got picked up right. by a kidnapper. What? Can I ask you a question? Why are the kidnappers letting you make a phone call? Because for I is guess that a, is that a valid question? Am I, I out of line? I think they usually the kidnappers are not, and if they if they do call, they're calling to tell the parent that the kid is kidnapped. Well, for like, you know, but usually they like let you. I've seen the movies. I saw Ransom. They let you talk to them for a little bit, and then they hang, and then they hang up. And so yeah, but they, you say something in that moment that your safe word is, and then they know that you're not safe. But just by pro, just by by them knowing you're kidnapped, you don't need a safe word. They've they've already. I think the safe they word. They don't always like, know. Sometimes you're supposed to call and say, "Tell your mom you're fine," so that they don't call the police and go, "Oh, my daughter's missing after school." So oh, you're supposed to call and uh, say you're fine. To have Ving, I went with a friend. Have and Ving Rames. Hey, have yeah. Ving Rames tell me, <laughs> "Tell your mom you're fine." Tell you have Ving Rames do it. I'm pretty fucking far from okay. I'm pretty fucking far from fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're supposed to call if you're like, yeah, you go, oh, I'm at Amy's and we're having watermelon. And we're not, I'm not, I'm not missing. I'm, you know, Amy's having okay. watermelon. And yeah. then your mom goes, oh, she's not at Amy's having watermelon. She's been kidnapped. And you're Angela Bassett and you've been kidnapped. <laughs> call me. Hello. Are you Josh or are you my mom? Uh, whoever you think Angela Bassett would call. I don't want to do Angela Bassett talk about watermelon at all. <laughs> 
All right, let's give you a different. Okay. We'll give you a different word. Juice box. Okay. Okay. So are you? So are you? Who do you think I should be? You think I should be? Who would she you call? You could be my mom. I'm your mom. Yeah. So Angela Bassett calls your mom. But because I'm kidnapped. Because you're kidnapped. No, it calls her own mom. Right. Okay. So Angela Bassett, I'm playing Angela Bassett's mom. Okay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? Hello. I, I think it sounds more like her father, but okay, hold on. Hello. <laughs> How's that? Was that a hello? Yeah. Hello. What she want, baby? Is this is this Angela? Angela. Mm, hey, uh, mama. <laughs> yes, baby. I just want to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start again. I've never let's really again. done it with her. Start just again. doing Ready? a normal Ready? conversation. Uh, hello, is Angela, baby. Is this you? Mm. <laughs> 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 it's really hard. Normal having a normal conversation. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Mama. Yes, baby. I just want you to know. Yes, baby. I ain't coming home from school today. Oh, how come, baby? It ain't because I'm missing. It's because I'm over at Leanne's house and we're having a juice box. Did you say juice box? <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you. I think the kidnapper. When you say, not that I'm kidnapped or nothing. No, oh, you're right. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can do listen, that. I, listen, Angela Bassett hasn't always, she doesn't always think everything through. She's an improviser. I, I think right when you hear, not that I'm kidding, not that I'm kidnapped or nothing, you would hear, ooh. <laughs> Angela can't talk no more. Uh, Angela has to go, bye-bye. Let's just, let, let me just be, let's get down to what's important. I really think my impersonation of Angela Bassett's mom might be my new thing. It's not good. What? How do no, you, it was good. How do you know it's well, not I haven't good? never listened to her mom. It's true. No, I liked it. Hey, hello. Hello, hello, baby. It's not bad, actually. It's kind of fun. I like it. You're not going to make it home today. That's <laughs> actually pretty good. Yeah. No, mama ain't going to make it home today. Oh, you at Leanne's house, baby. You tell her mama, uh, I need that uh, recipe for that pecan pie. <laughs> okay, mama, I'm going to let her know. Did you get enough to drink while you were here? I did not. Did I need a juice box. <laughs> yeah. A juice box. That's where Did we did. Did you hear me? A yes. juice box. <laughs> That's the way we go. Okay. We well, should, I yeah, feel we like to, we really nailed that. Yeah. Um, and we, we got to go. Yeah, we have to go. Um, we are going to do the Q&A podcast. will be up next Monday. Um, yep. And then our regular podcast again, obviously. And we'll let you know what time that is because we're going to do it a little early again next week since we, uh, when we'll Table. find out when Lee's able to. And we'll do it then. And will you tell everybody where you're going to be? Yes. This weekend, the 20. 20- Third, 22nd through the 24th, I'm going to be at um, the Funny Bone in Omaha. And then September 11th through 13th, I'm going to be at Cap City in Austin. Um, the f- week right after that, I'm going to be at Hilarities in Cleveland, which I love too. So, um, And then all my other dates are on SarahColona.com. Well, you can find my dates on ComedianJoshWolf.com. But this weekend, the 20... I'm going to look at my calendar right now. What is it this weekend? I know. It took me. I'm not sure. It took either 22nd. I mean. 22nd, 23rd, 24th. I'm in Pittsburgh at the Improv. And then 29th, 30th, and 31st. I am in Orlando at the Improv. And the week after that, I'm with Jiffy Wild in Raleigh, North Carolina. The Wild Wolf Band rides again. Nice. And Lee? I'm in Los Angeles. <laughs> Can and you show like everybody your Flying Jew t-shirt? t-shirt. Yeah. They're pretty great. They're great. At LeeSide.com. The Flying Jew. Get great t-shirts. And you know what else? Send us your design for Stop, Don't Touch Me There. These are my no-no squares. And we're going to get back into hashtag eat a dick and everybody needs to come down about themselves. Yeah. 
And I'm going to see uh, Joni Karaoke in Pittsburgh this weekend. Check out the our location. Oh, awesome. Good, good. good. Like. Oh, that's there. That's right. Okay, good. Um, and besides that, we, uh, we love you. Thanks, you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. I have only come here see.